And alright guys, what is going on? Welcome back to another video on the Self-Developed YouTube channel, the best men's channel on YouTube. No cap, put that on a stamp. Let's go guys. Keep enduring, keep persevering. Regardless, if you're in a time of a dry season or it is affluent in your area, regardless guys, we stay stoic and just uh, do what's in front of us. Right? It's one of my favorite quotes. I don't know if it's a quote, but you do what's in front of you. Yes, fresh fade in this bish. Let's get it going guys. That sign keeps falling down. Need to triple sticky tab that. I will tomorrow i promise but in the meantime the one sticky tab will do so hopefully it doesn't fall <laughs> mid video anyways guys with that said hopefully you're having an amazing day let's get it going in today's video i titled it or believe i titled it creating a god-like work ethic or something along those lines so with that, creating a godlike work ethic. Now, I am not the hardest working guy. I've never claimed to be that, and I don't think I ever will be, nor do I want to be. But as men, we are called by God to be laborers, and if a man does not work, he shall not eat. You know, guys, as I follow Christ more and more, yes, Jesus saves, in case you guys are wondering what that says. The more I follow Christ more and more, and I'm going to allude or, or bring this video full circle with the answer to you guys, the more, ironically or coincidentally, I begin to take on the spirit of working harder manually. I'm not talking just like more posting on TikTok or, or swiping and scrolling as I know that is kind of my job or part of it, but I mean... Just bearing the burden of responsibility, you know, whether that's working longer hours at the gym or maybe taking on an extra client call or more menial tasks could be cleaning up or providing for your family. I do believe part of the sanctification process, which is when we follow Christ, he gains or gives us a part of his Holy Spirit. This is what the Holy Spirit is. It's a part of God that resides in us. And I believe part of this sanctification process, which means to clean, right? Think of like a car, you're sanctifying it, you're purifying it. Part of that process will enable you to work harder as a man. So number one, the first and quickest answer on how to work harder, gain that work ethic, is my friends to be submitted under a strong authority. And speaking of authority, the real answer, which is what I was going to give, and it actually makes complete sense now that I'm thinking about it, um, what I noticed, guys, you know that I joined a biblically-based church, guys, a few weeks ago. We got baptized, and we are going full steam ahead towards the kingdom and just really uh, blowing up this message. And one thing I noticed uh, with the pastor that, that, that baptized me, right, that, that it's at this church, is... I didn't realize how hardworking of a man he was until he told us, and he didn't do so in a bragging way. It just kind of slipped out, and this is actually what he was uh, alluding to in the last sermon, I believe that's what they're called, where this guy, all right, so he's like mid-50s, I'm going to guess, maybe 50 years old, still has that youthful spirit in him. Uh, he, he works a full-time job, so that's already off the bat, 40 hours a week, and this guy wakes up at 4.30. I think his shift starts at 4.30. Uh, so from 4.30 to 12.30, right? So he works full-time. He has a ministry full-time. So of course, you know, the sermons, uh, street preaching, he's out multiple times a week and he, he does sermons multiple times a week. Uh, and he also has a family of seven children. And on top of that, man, he, uh, you know, I can only imagine like the spiritual warfare he also go th goes through on a daily basis. You know, he go, uh, puts so much preparation into each sermon. I, I believe that's what they're called. You guys get what I'm saying? Like when you go to church, like the lesson or, or what we're talking about. And um, it really dawned upon me of like, 
I think this guy's getting like four hours of sleep a night, which I'm not saying is good, but this guy hustles. And it wasn't until I was in the presence of a man who actually did that and I saw the fruits of it. Again, I'm not saying guys get two or three hours of sleep. That's not what I'm saying. And he knows he's got to, <laughs> sometimes he takes a nap after sermon before we go street preaching. It's kind of funny, but um, he knows he has to sleep more. But where I'm going with this is it wasn't until I was able to be in the physical presence of another man that I looked up to and saw almost like a father figure, the the sheer amount of how this guy works. You know, guys, you know, I grew up without a father figure um, the majority of my life, and I didn't don't really have many friends. So I was never really in the presence, I'll be honest, with other people, especially, you know, people who worked, um, you know, very, very long hours. Now, of course, you know, there's people who work nine to fives, and there's this and there's that. But really exuding that Almost, yeah. I love how he actually said this godlike work ethic. I, it, it makes complete sense, like why he works so hard. He's a pastor. He's an ordained pastor. He is that Holy Spirit within him. He is called to do that. And I truly believe, guys, bringing it back full circle. If you are not submitted under Christ, you will not have that same spirit to endure. I mean, this makes so much sense as I'm speaking of this. As I'm speaking of this, one of the there's traits and fruits of the Holy Spirit, guys. This is very real. You know, I want to make this very clear for some of you guys who, who are maybe still on the fence uh, about following Christ or picking up your cross and and uh, beginning the sanctification process, uh, this is no joke. This is a very real thing. I don't make these videos because like maybe they'll get clicks. In fact, my channel's only gone down since I started talking about Christ, right? So there's another kind of testimony. But um, no, there's nothing woo-woo about this, guys. It is a very tangible, physical thing. When you begin to follow Christ and pick up your cross and live a life of repentance, you say, you know what? I'm willing to follow you with your commandments. I believe you are real. I believe in what you say. Death could not hold you and you're telling me to stick by these things. All Christ is asking, guys, is an open, humble heart. That's all he's asking for. When I accepted Christ about a year and a half ago and my girlfriend broke up with me, you guys know my whole story of monk mode. I didn't even know you know, what Christianity was or like what was happening. I just vividly remember praying to God and saying, God, I have a feeling of the path you want me to go on, right? I had a feeling I was going to be on retention for a long time because I knew I wasn't going to go. This is right after my girlfriend broke up with me, right? I knew I wasn't going to go back out into the world and just like sleep with a bunch of girls or I don't know, go to parties and kind of be a degenerate. I was far, far enough along on the path. So I said, God, Man, this is a new chapter in my life, and I have a feeling you want me to really explore it, right? Again, I wasn't like praying to Christ. I wasn't even a Christian at this point. I just kind of said like, higher power, God, you know, if you're there, uh, I got a feeling that you want me to do this, and I'll do it, but please just guide me. That's all I, vi I vividly to this day remember saying that. And so I keep drinking, guys. I ate just before this. And from that point on, whether I realized it or not, I believe that is when I submitted myself under the authority of Christ. And I believe it was then that I gained the Holy Spirit because those following days and weeks, I'm talking like right after, man, my whole life changed everything about it. I immediately started uh, seeing YouTubers speaking on Christ. And I mean like God, God sent YouTubers, guys who made videos from years. Like these, these, these were not... They, when I found them, they weren't even active, right? The guy I'm talking about is Cleveland Street Preachers. He wasn't even making videos at the time, but out of nowhere, I think the video I saw was like from like four years ago. It was like him debating uh, Muslims and then it was atheists and this and that. And then I went on a massive spiral and I found him and then it opened up more doors of, of, of just like what really 
being a Christ follower. It's not some lukewarm Bible thumper, you know, Christian Ned Flanders kind of character, which is what our society perpetuates. That's a fake Christian, guys. I'm not, maybe Ned Flanders is a real Christian. I, I don't know. But like, you get what I'm saying? Like, kind of just like the typical, like I was just lukewarm, you know, I go to church once or twice a year. That's kind of what I thought all Christianity was. And once I really saw guys filled with the Holy Spirit and what like the true gospel was, it, it, it shattered my mind. Like everything about it, I was like, and I started doing so much research on like the history of it and the eyewitnesses and the manuscripts and all the revelations that have already happened, you know, that, that Christ, um, predicted so much is just like checking boxes off, uh, for it to be a coincidence. And so fast forward, right? It's such a beautiful testimony guys, because man, guys, please, if you were on the fence to thinking like if Christ is alive or real, or this, this whole thing is kind of a hoax that David's just crazy, you know, uh, you know, don't listen to him. All I can give you guys is my testimony. That year and a half, gaining that Holy Spirit. Hear me out. I, I cannot make this up. I can't, I'm almost getting kind of teary-eyed thinking about this. I can't make this up. Right from that point, I immediately noticed I overcame or started to overcome lust. And not in a way that I ever did before. Not, not like a carnal, like willpower way. No, I just mean like things wouldn't trigger me anymore. I noticed after that, I started to overcome wrath and swearing overnight. Bro, I cannot make this up. You guys knew, check my old videos. I would swear 80 times a video. I was like possessed. I didn't even realize I was doing it. And I'm telling you, the second I was aware that I was like, oh, Christ doesn't want me to do this. I kid you not. When have I sworn these videos? It's natural. I'm not like trying to be like, oh, F, oh, I can't say that. Do you understand? He takes it away from you. What else? I was I was prideful. Like that, that was the one that got beaten out of me <laughs> the past few months. Uh, you know, I, I, I think we can agree. I try not to be prideful. I'm not perfect and I still do get prideful sometimes, but, but I got to check myself. This is the sanctification process and this is what will happen when you follow Christ. Not Muhammad, not Buddha, not Islam, not Hinduism. They're all dead. They're all in the grave. They have no power in their name. Christ is alive. He can hear you. He is there. The Holy Spirit is real. I'm living proof of this. I promise you. So please let this be a testimony. I went on a complete tangent. I was speaking about work ethic here and now I feel it's so beautiful guys, you know, I could talk about this forever. And if you guys are Christ followers, I need some of you guys to really start standing up and, and speaking up on this because many are called, few were chosen. And I truly believe Christ chose me to be one of his uh, uh, kind of like testimonies to wake people up because of all people, me, anyways, different topic. Um, so now I feel, and I'm going to relate this to you guys, one of the, um, you know, kind of traits, right? The sanctification process or monk mode, right? That's what I called it. It's kind of like a process of you slowly overcoming all of your sins, right? Not that Christianity is a religion on works or that any of us are going to be sinless. No, guys, we all fall short. Christ was the only man who ever walked this earth sinless, but we are supposed to live like him, right? We're supposed to be like him, be like Christ. So so try to, you know, pick up. That's what it means to pick up your cross and be like him, right? Um, so now one of the things that I feel Christ is changing in my heart, because it never ends, the sanctification process, is my work ethic. I'll be brutally honest with you guys, you know. I don't want to say I was lazy or anything like that, but I think just now growing up as a man, Christ is calling me to, 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 to work harder, you know? And I think really he's getting me ready for my wife and my, my child, you know, because statistically 
this is a complete different topic, but uh, statistically, men who are married and have children actually work harder. They actually make more money every single year. And I know this because I've spoken recently, a guy named Mike Pantile, uh, I did a podcast with him and he could confirm that every year that he was married, I think he'd been married for a few years, every year his income went up, right? And especially when he had his child, it's something instinctual with us as men. And of course, he is submitted to Christ. That's that's really how the whole order goes, Christ uh, or God, man, woman, child, right? Um, and maybe I think I, as well as you guys, because whenever I speak of myself, I'm relating it to you. I think God is now getting you ready. He kind of like cleans up your apartment before guests come in. That's a perfect example, right? It's really what it is. You know, before you take on other individuals, whether that be a wife, you be maybe in the future become a pastor, a leader. We first have to clean out our own temple. We can't just, you know, you know, hypocritically judge and tell people what to do, right? To, 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 to remove the plank or the speck out of their eye if we have a log in ours. That's a, that's a verse in the Bible. Uh, so we're supposed to remove the log in our eye before we judge, meaning we're not supposed to judge hypocritically. And I think one of the uh, the traits he's now giving myself as well as you guys as men is to work harder. And I don't necessarily mean you're doing more backbreaking work per se. Now that may be it because as men, we are called to be laborers, right? But I just mean putting in that little bit of extra effort and something I keep telling myself, it may sound a little silly to you guys, but maybe when I don't want to record that video or I throw my day like these past couple of days, man, going to church makes you work harder, right? That's another side tangent too, because now I have to dedicate more time to, you know, filming the, the church goers street preach, right? Or, or going to church twice a week now, right? There's fellowship and uh, I'm going daily on biblically based. Like Christ really, he like ramps you up, man. I got to like really check myself. And where I'm going with this is... Something I keep telling myself through seeing my pastor, right, who's the leader of our church, work so hard is, I keep saying, what do I say? I got to work hard like pastor. <laughs> it sounds so silly, but like, man, my days are packed now, guys. And I'm going to the gym at like nine o'clock and I'm, I got heavy squats. I, obviously, I came back now and I had to record these videos after. And I'm thinking, man, like, I just want to take a nap, bro. But it's like, I got to work hard like pastor. And where I'm going with this, guys, is when you have that physical embodiment in your mind of a, of a man, right? Predominantly, this should be your father, a man or a mentor who you can see is putting in that work, providing, grinding. I truly believe there is nothing more powerful than that. Than that. Not through seeing, you know, guys even on YouTube, because I'll be honest, you can't really get that same grasp. But when you're in the presence, maybe you have a mentor or a leader, whoever, or your boss, and you just see them, you like you can physically see them putting in all this work. It inspires you and it becomes very tangible. And it's only once I saw him, um, him alongside, right, Christ, because it's all kind of one of the same thing. He, Christ is really residing in him. He's a pastor. He's an ordained pastor. That is a leadership position. Do you understand? That comes with an, an insane amount of responsibility. That's what he was letting us know. That's kind of, that's why he has to do it, right? He said, it's not easy, guys. It's like, it's not something that you even really want to do. A lot of times he's like, and it really hit me. I'm like, dang. So at the end of the day, guys, to develop a God-like work ethic, that is, of course, above all, to submit yourself to Christ and to find mentors, maybe a pastor, Ho hopefully the church you guys go to, if, if you are blessed enough to be given by God, right? Matthew 6, 33, we first seek the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, and then all these things will be added to you, just like this church was added to me. And here's a little quick testimony for you guys too, just in case, because I know some of you guys uh, made fun of me or gave me crap about, oh, David, God's not going to send you your wife. That's not how it works. You have to go out and find her and approach her. I found the most biblically based masculine 
beautiful fellowship brothers. These guys go street preaching on fire. The most masculine. I, I have no words to explain it. The best church. I don't even want to call it a church because it feels like, like a war room. That found me at the most beautiful time when I was ready and I did nothing. I did nothing. I didn't go out of my way. I didn't go on Google and search up churches local to me. Well, I did that about a year ago and I realized a lot of them are lukewarm. So I gave up. I gave up. I accepted the possibility that I probably would never go to a church. A lot of people would ask me, do you go to a church? I'd say, nope, because they're all lukewarm. And out of nowhere, I just happened to go downtown one day. In fact, I wasn't even, here's how God's will works. And I just, I, I let this uh, be a testimony to you guys that God will send you what is yours when you're ready, including your wife, including helpmates including friends, business partners, church. I'm not saying you guys be lazy and just stay at home. No, but hear me out. I know this video is kind of long too. I went downtown one day and we weren't even planning on initially going downtown. We were going to go somewhere else, but my buddy, I mentor a couple of young guys. Um, I think it was because it was like going to rain or I can't remember that something like, that. I think like the weather wasn't the best. It was kind of overcast because we like to go to outdoor spots, right? He was like, why don't we go downtown? I was like, yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea. It doesn't have to be sunny downtown. Sure. Um, so we go and we go to Dundas Square. If you guys know Toronto, it's kind of like the busy part. It's kind of like the Times Square, like New York. That's like a small version of Dundas. And we go down there and I'm actually praying. I, I kind of feel it in my heart. I'm like, you know, I, I'd love to speak about Jesus, give my testimonies to some people. Because a lot of times people street preach down there. And lo and behold, to my surprise, there are street preachers there. And I'm like, I, like, I kind of knew it. I was like, this is awesome. And uh, I just went there. And this is where you do have to put in your work. To be fair, you put in your part. I just went up to him and I said, hey, man, I'd love to give it my testimony to Christ. Can I do that? And so he gave me the megaphone. And granted, I've never done this before. Maybe you guys saw the reel or the short I posted here on this YouTube channel. And so I grabbed it and I just started spitting, man. I went for about like five, six minutes and I just really went in depth, you know, ripping it up. And um, yeah, it was honestly amazing. And yeah, it was definitely out of my comfort zone. But after I did that, the guy whose megaphone it was, he was like, hey, man, uh, by the way, you know, I, I go to a church. If, if you want to come, check it out. And, and I, at first, I didn't really think much of it. And then, uh, you know, one thing happened after the next. They had a YouTube channel. I searched it up. I, I really resonated with the pastor. And I was like, Yo, guess what? It was only 15 minutes away from my house. Toronto's about 40, you know, 40 minutes. This place is 15 minutes away from my house. I went there the following Sunday. I got baptized the week after and the rest is history. And uh, I could, I almost get like teary-eyed thinking about it because that was God. I did not, I, when I say like this was like a match made in heaven, I, there was no way I could have done this. And it doesn't look like a church. So if I drove by it, it does not look, guys, it's literally like, it's like a one like room. It's not the, it's not a pretty looking place. You know, if pastors watch this, I don't think he is, you know, it's good with what we got, but it's like, it's like, it's a, you know, it's a small room. It's like only 20 people, 15, 20 people can fit in there, but it's on fire, man. This guy goes out. He just no holding back, man, no holding back. And I need that that mentor, open rebuke. I get sweaty when I go there, man. It's, it's uncomfortable to see that conviction and just that ruthlessness. And it helps me deliver it to you guys to be more bold. I've never met a man more bold than that. And just like to hear a man like yell at you and like speak to you is like, you feel like a kid and that's, that's their authority, right? So, 
Um, yeah, guys, I just say that because I think the next step now, just as a personal take, and I'll finish this video here. I think in my life, the next step is is marriage. I've made that very clear to you guys. I'm 25, almost 26. Uh, my goal has always been, and again, I'm all in God's hands, but if I were to kind of map it out, I'd like to be married by 27. And if I have a family, I start a family at like 28, you know, I like to move my life fairly quickly, guys. I want to be established in my career, eventually buy a house up in Alberta. God kind of gives us revelations. Again, I'm not forcing anything that's in his will, but I think, and no, for you guys as well, if you're in your mid twenties, you know, before we ever take on a woman, which is a helpmeet, right? And one of the things my pastor says is, of course, she stays at home. She takes care of the kids. She's not working her job. I'm not saying she can't make money from home, but like she is not out. And even if he didn't tell me this, this is what I speak to you guys. She is not out at her corporate job getting drained by just as another taxpayer. Now my camera's blinking. Um, we need to be able to provide. And in order to do that, guys, we first must be laborers. We have to work. And I think that's exactly what's happening right now. You know, it's one thing, guys, to support yourself as a man, and I think that's what I was used to the past few years living in this condo, right? I just support myself. I don't have to work extremely hard. I'm a hardworking guy, but I don't have to, like, go crazy. But now I feel as if God is kind of getting me ready to, to bring on other individuals. So he's saying, David, hey, yo, it's time to go, man. It's lock and load time. And again, that is just all submitted to Christ. He will lay it out when you're ready, man. It's like a video game. If you're not ready for that weapon, right now I'm playing uh, The Last of Us Part 2 again. I play a little bit of PS4. Don't give me ish, guys. Little bits here and there, whether that's Dark Souls. You guys know I beat all those games. But that's a perfect example, too. You can only equip certain weapons once you hit a certain part in the game right? You, you don't get the bow and arrow at the very beginning. I'm not going to ruin anything, but like you get certain weapons or upgrades as the game progresses into that territory, but you're not going to get that max level sword katana when you're level five, your dexterity on Elden Ring and you can't hold it because it requires level 40 dexterity. You get what I'm saying? But that will come. So at the end of the day, do what's in front of you. Keep glorifying God. Matthew 6, 33, first seek the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness and allow all these things to be added to you. And from that, guys, I believe that is how you uh, how, how just you succeed as, as a godly man. So that's it, guys. I'll be updating everything. I, I view these episodes now, honestly, just as life updates with you guys, just to connect one-on-one. -on -one. You know, of course, these are always on podcast as well. So shout-outs to you guys listening to that. And yeah, I just, I really care about you guys. And I am almost viewing this as like a small sermon. Like I'm a mini pastor to you guys. Again, I'm not saying I'm like ordained or anywhere close to my pastor. Nowhere close. All right, sorry, my camera actually completely shut off. So finishing it here, guys. As I learn more from him, I'm able to connect and just pass on the torch to you guys. So have mentors, look up to those above you. Again, it all stems back from Christ because even pastor will submit to Christ as he's the ultimate authority. But this is how you gain wisdom, work ethic, lineage, hierarchy. You're able to be generative to those around you. And it's an amazing process. So I'm so glad to keep documenting it to you guys as I evolve as a man following leaders and mentors above as I want you guys to do the same in your area. So that is that, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you all enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure to give it a thumbs up, comment, and subscribe. If you guys are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give it a five-star rating. You guys know what's up, and I'll finish it here with the final plug. If you guys are interested, as always, there is one-on-one -on -one coaching where you can work with me directly at anything of what we talk about in these videos. Learning to be more like Christ, picking up your cross, biblical masculinity, or on a more practical level, improving things like your fitness, business, mindset, and relationships.
Spots are open, guys. I love working with you, but only to those who are serious and ready to change. You can support Edge. Coupon code developed. It was Hammond. Back to developed. Unfortunately, Hammond got corrupted again, so it's back to developed, guys. We'll just keep it like that, honestly. And that's that. I love you all. I'll check you next video. Next, just raw chat with you. I'm kind of done viewing these as like viral videos, each one, and it's more just me connecting one-on-one, and they're almost like journal entries to myself, and hopefully this can help you guys because I do believe we are... Um, you know, walking and agreed together in these end times. So check your next video, keep enduring, follow Christ, look up to mentors, embody their traits, and uh, it'll set you right. All right, guys, till then, much love, peace.